0: I really debated how I wanted to start this video because it's all about personality (laughs) so I thought I would just do like a do a dance or something and I am doing a dance for a reason. The reason why is because Luria Petrucci is with me today who I've been following for years. I'm so excited to meet you. We just met a few minutes ago in the green room and here you are and we're talking personality today. How do people... (laughs) And it's not just personality, it's how do we profit from personality on camera? Luria, so honored to have you on Cash In On Camera today. Why do you think people are so apprehensive about showing their personality in the first place?
1: It's a great question. And the apprehension comes from our societal experience over the course of our entire lives, where people are trying to fit us into a box and it starts in school, right? No, don't speak up. No, don't do these things. And so we learn through our life that we should hide away our full personality. I have one student, who loves to jump around on trampolines in dinosaur costumes? Like, that's just who she is. And it was amazing to watch her kind of get, go through the process of discovering how to profit from her personality and where she pulled back and she tried to be professional on camera because she was talking about business related content. And the Thing at the end of the day is that we're all human. I dance during my pre-show countdown timers on my live streams because I love it. I'm I not a good it. dancer, but hey, I'm just having fun, right? We are talking, doesn't matter what kind of content you create, as long as you're providing the value that you are promising. Your personality is going to be what actually gets people to want to connect with you, to show up, to buy from you. And it's really massively important that we realize that we are putting that behind us in an effort to be liked and to be accepted by others. And it's the exact opposite that will do that. I I love that you brought up
0: for business because That is predominantly what this audience is looking for. They're looking to grow their businesses. And there is a place for personality within the content that you create. I don't think it matters whether it's textual, audio or video. You and I just happen to work in the video space. But this idea of injecting personality and you with live streaming pros being such a a grand success and, and huge YouTube channel and huge audience and all the like. Have you ever struggled with that? Like, has it always been easy for you to show your personality, which you do a lot of now? Mm -hmm. I've seen you doing the dancing and the clock, and it's so much fun to watch And because your energy just comes right through the camera. And for me as a TV broadcaster, I mean, that's what we always look for in people who are going to be broadcasters. It's like, how can they project that personality across the camera, which you do? But was it always that way, Luria? Did you always do that? Or was it you were buttoned up maybe at one point and then you let that go?
1: So I don't know that I ever would try to be professional exactly. However, I will say this, I was the shyest kid you'd ever meet growing up. And so being on camera did not come naturally to me. It wasn't something that I felt comfortable. The first video I did, I cried calling my mom. I was like, I suck at this. I just yep. like, I can't do it. What I did do for 10 years, I was using an alias and I had a different brand and for 10 years, I built my brand on part of my personality, but it wasn't my whole personality. And it became like this bubble of perfection. It was a flawed perfection that I was presenting out to the world. If you think about Instagram perfect pictures and the experience that we're putting out there, that's what it was like for me for 10 years on video. I had created this personality that was me, but not all of me and not the flaws behind me, right? And so once I got so sick of being in that bubble and I broke free, I started going by my real name and I just started letting loose and embracing the things that I'm embarrassed by in terms of my personality and dancing was one of those things. I did the dancing because I needed to push my limits of comfortability yeah. and I embraced that. And so, yeah, I I struggled with it for a long time. And that's why I'm so passionate about it right now is because I know the, the problems that being tied up into a presented version of yourself versus the full you can actually come to you like the problems are pretty harsh for me uh, came with major depression major issues it was really important for me to to just break free from that and help others do so
0: i was watching a video that uh, you and, and tim schmoyer were doing recently oh, yeah, and i think yeah. where he was really um, digging into that period of your life that you're talking about where you were going under an alias which i thought was really interesting i wonder now from the perspective of profitability right like growing a business has you being yourself and really fully embracing your full personality on camera and in your videos, how has that benefited you in your business versus when you were building, because you still built a really great business before, Mm -hmm. but I, I guess I'm curious to know, is there less friction now because you're being your true self?
1: Absolutely. So the cool thing is we will transition and we will evolve as people. If you're not, then you're not living. And so it's important to Uh, realize that this is a long term thing, not just a short term thing. You can make a whole lot of money being whoever you want to short term. But this is a long term mentality because you will pivot and you will change. And so to answer your question, absolutely. I know of specific examples of opportunities that I lost out on by not being really comfortable in my own skin and being who I was. And as soon as I flipped that around, I actually got those opportunities and I secured better and bigger opportunities. My audience, when it comes time to sell something that I produce, I have courses, I have coaching, I have services, right? I have a lot of things that I do offer for sale. I don't really have to sell those things. like I don't really need to because my audience is really connected to me as a human being and they just Literally, they half the time don't even know what they're buying. They just like buying whatever I say, like, hey, I have something new. (laughs) It's so interesting you say that because I have bought things from
0: you, right? I have purchased (laughs) things from you. I am part of your audience. And that is the thing that I think I feel connected to you because of is because of how authentic you are on camera. (laughs) And and And, I guess maybe especially as someone who worked in, in the TV industry, recognize how awesome that is and how free someone needs to be or think of themselves in order to do that. And so I think that is what attracted me to you is the fact that you are, it feels like 100% yourself, but there are a lot of people who are afraid to be their full self. So what are some tips that you have people right now who are saying to themselves, okay, this all sounds great in theory. And I know Lori is doing great now. She's really being herself, but I'm still struggling with that. What is something that someone can do Maybe today, something actionable that they can do today that would help them take not the whole step, but a baby step in that direction.
1: And understand that it is baby steps. I'm not sure of anyone who just comes out of the gate swinging when it comes to being themselves on camera because there is a lot of intimidation factor that goes into it. So what I would like you to do today is to turn off all your distractions and brainstorm who. You are, that sounds like a really heavy thing. But what I mean by that is, what are some of your hobbies? What are some of the things Mm. that you're passionate about? What are your pet peeves? What are the things that you consider flaws? For me, one example is that I don't know pop culture because I didn't grow up with a TV or access to the radio or anything like that very sheltered childhood. So I don't have pop culture references in my brain. And so I feel like that's a flaw because I don't know what people are talking about half the time. When I learned to release that and not be afraid of it, that's when my community started trying to, you know, stump me on live video, right? And it became a game, it became engagement. They're not making fun of me. They don't think it's a bad thing. They think it's an endearing quality. So the flaws Mm that we write down can be flipped into positivity. So that's what I want you to do, is just write down a whole bunch of things that make you who you are, that are part of your everyday, that you don't really think about on a daily basis, and then find one thing to implement or to highlight or to tap into in your next video.
0: I love that. It's taking something that you consider to be a flaw, not being 100% dialed into pop culture, and making that a positive for you. And I think that's a great tip because I think a lot of people could you know, re- resonate with that. It's like, oh, we all feel like we have flaws to some degree, but taking that and making it a positive. I, and it takes confidence to do that. It takes a lot of confidence to do it. But I think that if you just take that baby step, yeah. I always sort of feel like confidence is not something that you just wait around waiting to happen. You can't <laughs> sit around going, I'm gonna wait to be yeah, confident before I do on. this thing. No, it's like you have to take the baby step in order to get that that little win. And then the little win starts to fuel the next little win. And then it's over time and over the, the, the process of it that your confidence starts to build. So I love that tip. And, Another
1: really easy one real quick yes. is to tell a story of something that happened in your life, either past or present. Even just telling a story can help that confidence snowball effect go. You have a signature style in terms of how, like, I love the color that you're wearing today.
0: And often I see you wearing cute t-shirts and like you have a style. You have this like really laid back, cool vibe kind of style that well, you portray. Well, thanks. I do anybody
1: has ever called me cool. <laughs> I'll take
0: it. Well, I'm calling you cool. <laughs> um, you are cool. Like you always kind of exude this vibe of like super cash super chill kind of thing. Is that on purpose or is that just you just being you?
1: That's just me being me. I love life. I love to laugh. I love to enjoy the little things in life. And if I'm taking myself too seriously, then I know something's majorly wrong in my brain. (laughs) So that's just me, but it is definitely experience to be able to just be that, on camera, right? And that's where the snowball comes in. And
0: do you think there's such thing as too much personality? Like somebody who feels maybe a bit like overbearing on camera and they're like really, I don't know, charging and aggressive with the personality, almost to the point where you as the viewer are watching and you're going, okay, tone it down a little bit there, buddy.
1: Well, let me ask you this, Gary Vee is Mm -hmm. that for some people and how successful is he? Yeah. Right. So the thing is, you want to create a stick or a bail mentality from the viewer's perspective. If you are naturally that kind of overbearing or really in your face type of personality, then what you're going to do on camera is be that and understand that not everybody is going to gel with that vibe and they are going to leave. But when you allow yourself to let those people go because you wouldn't in normal everyday life hang out with them at the bar or the restaurant. Like if you're just gonna say like, oh, we're not right for each other because you can't handle my personality, then you let them go. And then you're left with the people who are, wow, really into you.
0: It's the classic marketing 101 thing where you have to figure out who it is you're trying to attract and it's not everyone right because i think that's what a lot of times we hear is well the thing that i do the product or the service that i offer is good for everyone and and it's marketing 101 you really have to understand who it is you're trying to attract and i think luria what you're you know going where you're going with this is this idea of polarization Mm -hmm. right is that's a good thing and so yeah i love that i love that we could be ourselves no matter how boisterous or how out there we are if that's your personality and it's true to you and it's authentic to you then you should go full tilt
1: and might i say i'm not a overbearing personality by any means but there are tons of people who hate me like i can't i get comments about my laugh about my voice about my bubbly personality and those people just can't handle it they want somebody more serious so let them go find somebody yeah. more serious i don't want to be that serious person i want my viewers to laugh to have fun and enjoy life just like i do
0: when I was a TV broadcaster that we would get mail <laughs> and yes. not all the mail was fan mail. Let's put it that way, oh, yeah. right? And so we had, to, thankfully, we had to actually people whose job it was to collect that mail and mm-hmm. sort it so that we didn't have to see all of the exactly. negative stuff. Now in this world that I live in, the YouTube comments, the whatever, you have to have somewhat of a thick skin, but you also have to live with that and go, this is part of it. I, I feel personally that if you're not generating that kind of, response, especially as your audience grows and maybe you're doing something wrong. Yes. To see that because now it's showing and it's really Mm -hmm. demonstrating and proving that you're on the right track.
1: It really is. It's a really important thing. And and somebody said, I will embrace my gentle and calm energy. And that can be beautiful because it's going to attract those people who love that home energy right so that's a really important thing to embrace whatever so some people think i have one student who has a very dry sense of humor he's not really bubbly and by any means but he's actually really funny once he lets loose and so that's a thing too right it doesn't matter who you are as a personality you have a place and a home and a family ready to find you I know that you are
0: hosting this amazing virtual live event uh, coming up in January called expand your reach. And I've wanted to share this with the audience because this is, and the the reason I know is because you have been talking about it and promoting it. I'm excited for this for a lot of reasons, one, because you're hosting it, but secondly, (laughs) because of frankly, the people you have coming on and the speakers. So can you talk us through what this event is all about?
1: Yeah, so this is um, a virtual summit is a live three day event uh, that is meant to help you grow your audience and grow your revenue in 2022. Whether you're just starting out with content or whether you want to level up what you're already doing, if you are creating video or live in 2022. This event is really going to not just be a fire hose of information. I mean, these speakers, Amy Porterfield, Pat Flynn, Michael Stelzner, we've got Daryl Eves, Harris Heller. We've got amazing people coming in to offer secrets that they don't normally share everywhere. And it's not just going to be a whole bunch of information that you then get excited by and then do nothing with. I can't stand just information for information's sake. My whole goal with this is to create help you help guide you through the process of learning so that you're creating an action plan for your 2022 content by the end of the summit. So it's going to be really powerful and not just something that's cool to do just because these speakers are amazing. I think it's going to really impact your content plan. And that's my goal. Yeah. So I'm really super pumped. When I looked at the get the, the list of speakers,
0: I mean, these are people I've been following for years, right? Amy Porterfield, yeah, yeah. Smart Passive Income, OG, Pat yes. Flynn, like and uh, <laughs> Daryl Eaves. I mean, the list goes on Michael Stelsner, whose podcast I love. So it's just exciting that you're putting this together. I'm, I'm excited to to take part as, as well as a guest and, and be able to really let all of that goodness sink in. But like you said, actionable stuff, it's really going to move the needle because I think this is something that probably people don't realize that even when you're in any industry, it doesn't matter what, your learning never ends. I'm constantly learning and taking courses and doing things to expand my own learning because that's really what the name of the game is. You never... Finished. You never stop learning, so I'm excited and to that you're doing this in January. I
1: really like Amy Porterfield's work, as do I, but it's really important to realize that even these speakers are constantly learning, right? I, they're my friends. I know them. I, I know how it's a constant evolvement of information and testing new things and learning, so that can never go away for anybody, otherwise your business dies.
0: Love it. So, I want to do a fun thing with you, Luria, before I let you go. And we have a fun little segment that we do on Cash In on Camera, and it's called "Stop Marketing Like It's 1999." Because I'm a huge Prince fan, <laughs> and I'd love to know what is a tool, a tip, a tactic, or a technique that you're using that's really helping you to market for the year that we live in.
1: So I could go. I know you could have crazy. But, but- <laughs> I have a huge list of- <laughs> But I think since given the topic that we're talking about today, I'll give this one. I love either Bonjour or even just video as an app that you can record videos for people. And it automates all of the gathering of the email address and sending that. So you don't have to do all of that. So let's say you make a sale, then you can send your customer a thank you or something to that effect. Right? But even in DMs, Twitter, Instagram, I think even TikTok does this. You can now send audio files or video files directly to people. So when they respond to a story or a post, you can DM them and just say something in response. I don't overuse that so that it doesn't become expected because there's too much pressure on myself, (laughs) but I love that surprise and delight kind of factor that gives. And since we are talking about personality and profiting from that, I don't do it to make money, but it results in loyalty, which then results in money. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Bonjoro. I'm fairly new to the platform, but I love
0: it. Love it. In fact, I think I sent you a Bonjoro.
1: You did. And then we, yes. we
0: set this up. Yeah. I was <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to Yeah. Because it's something that differentiates you from however everyone else is doing it. I think it's a competitive edge. But like yeah. you said, I mean, you do want to do it authentically. It is, yes. you know, because if you kind of overdo it, it becomes expected or becomes some type of, or maybe perceived as some type of shtick and it isn't. Yeah. Um, it's meant to be a way to really connect more deeply with someone. And I I think it's a great tip. So thank you for sharing that. Luria, this has been so much fun. Glad that you have jumped on today. I hope that um, everyone's gonna come to expand your reach in January and get their tickets. Livestreamingpros.com forward slash summit. And I'm excited to see how this all goes down in January because it's really, really important. I think now more than ever that people really dial in these opportunities. And I know that's what you're gonna be focusing in on. So thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I've had a blast.
0: This podcast features curated audio originating from live video interviews simulcast on social media. You can catch full video episodes at Cheryl Pluff and on my YouTube channel. To learn how we can help you use video to grow your business, visit cherylpluff.com. Remember, you can send us a voicemail question or suggestion for inclusion in the show from our main podcast page. Cashing on Camera is a production of Cheryl Pluff Media.